Welcome to the live Q4 radio sales event on the Encouragers, the radio rally podcast on Apple, Audible, Spotify, or almost anywhere you get your podcast. We're calling this one Salesperson Momentum. Now, listen up. The purpose of our podcast never changes. It never changes. It's to encourage radio pros at all levels, and our quarterly sales events are no exception. They are designed to encourage local radio sellers anywhere to create opportunities that rev up their own sales this quarter. My co-host for this sales event, I'm always grateful that he's with us, is an expert in his own right at selling, managing sellers, and growing revenue. He is the president of CD Media Consulting, and that is Chris Fleming. The reason we always plan a roundtable for each of our special radio sales events is pretty simple. We don't want you to think that we do a quarterly sales event that simply involves, you know, encouraging good thoughts. That's not a good plan to help sellers, and we know it. We want you to see captains of sales and sales management in the field today, people that are applying solutions to problems that you are having in your own local radio market. This is the real world. It's not a classroom or a seminar. Today, our revenue warriors are Chris Bullock, who's the vice president, general manager for the Capital Radio Group in Springfield, Illinois. And John Mesh, who is the vice president and general manager for West Texas Radio Group in Midland, Odessa, Texas. If you are hearing this through one of our shares in social media, thank you very much. Uh, you're actually hearing the audio from the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast and the recording of this live event that we share almost immediately on our podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Our thanks to Joe Kelly for producing our podcast events and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. My name is Lloyd Ford. I'm with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works, or what we call ourselves, that's RPC. We know that programming consultants have made great contributions to radio across time, but it does kind of feel like times have changed and that's why what we're doing now is so different. Our work is more robust than the traditional uh, programming consulting role at radio. While we are definitely involved in helping local radio generate higher ratings, RPC also creates opportunities to help our local clients boost higher revenue. And that means we help local radio clients leverage more revenue from their radio stations. Ideas are the new technology. Where do your ideas come from? Do you have enough ideas? Reach out anytime. See how we create opportunity revenue for our clients. We're market exclusive, highly confidential, and we can help you schedule a meetup by email. It's very simple. F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. Our first consultation is free. Uh, listen, radio sales uh, is a process in which we basically sell or rent access to our strong relationships. That's what we do. The more significant brand or brands you own in a market, the more significant your opportunity. The strength of your brands is actually the strength of your sales. So many people in our business, uh, we've been discussing this a lot. A lot of people are working their way toward a, quote, soft landing, unquote, or really just to finish up uh, 2023. 
This Q4 event for us is about also focusing not only on finishing strong, but ramping up a solid Q1 2024, because we feel like, look, it's important for anyone who wants growth in the coming year to focus on that early. That's why we've decided to name today's special radio sales event, Salesperson Momentum. Let's talk about our guest. His broadcast career started in 1986. He's done almost everything one can do in a radio station, on-air, sales, programming, operations, promotions, production, and general management. His stations have won many Silver Dome Awards from the Illinois Broadcasters Association, and they've won two Crystal Awards from the National Association of Broadcasters. He has served on the Illinois Broadcasters Association Board of Directors, been the board chair for the United Way and the Millican University Alumni Board. He holds several certifications from the Radio Advertising Bureau. He is currently in his second term as a board member of the Springfield, Illinois Chamber of Commerce. He has worked for Saga Communications for the past five years as the vice president and general manager of seven radio stations in Springfield, Illinois. Please welcome Chris Bullock. Thank Excellent. you. I appreciate it very much. Our other special guest today is John Mesh. Now, listen to this. He is, enjoy, he is enjoying kicking off his 41st year in the radio business this September. He's been the vice president, general manager of West Texas Radio Group stations, uh, including uh, KHKX-FM, KMCN-FM, and KQRX-FM in Odessa Midland for Brazos Communications. Uh, since uh, June 2012, he has also the current vice chairman of the Texas Association of Broadcasters. Prior to that, he was the program director, morning show host of Lone Star 92 in Odessa Midland. So you know there's an interesting story behind that for 14 years and the operations manager for Cumulus Media's Odessa Midland, Texas cluster. And so uh, that actually is something that he did through 2012. He previously programmed successful stations in Amarillo, Texas. In addition to that, John was a regular contributing writer to Best in Texas magazine from 2000 to 2012, where he wrote articles featuring some of Texas music uh, music's biggest artists like Kevin Fowler, uh, also Aaron Watson, Stoney LaRue, and Pat Green. His community involvement includes serving on the board of directors for Meals on Wheels. And he's not just doing that. He's also been a Meals on Wheels driver since 2000. He was a board president for the organization in 2013, 2018, and 2019. He's also served uh, on the advisory board for foster grandparents and senior companions. He enjoys uh, running, which I can't even believe. And he's completed 33 marathons. I'm tired just reading that. This is, of course, welcome, John Mesh. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Let's start with you, John. Uh, how about current performance as a baseline for our discussion? How has 2023 performed for your operation as expected above, below expectation? What reasons can you provide for these results? Well, I think we're right where we expected to be uh, coming off uh, uh, last year, which was our best year in 10 years. Uh, we had our 
a record year. And so we knew that uh, the bar was going to be set very, very high coming off a year like that. So we're about where I expected us to be a little behind that. Um, and I think partially uh, due to um, the digital side of our business uh, not ramping up quite as fast yet. Um, and so that would be one of the main reasons. Um, but we continue to have a, uh, we're going to have a very, very strong year behind a very strong group of sellers. Chris, what about you? Things are different in different markets. So what about your current performance as a baseline for our discussion? Is that where you expect to be for 2023? Is it above or below? And what are you seeing? Well, much like John, we're coming off a record year. Um, we had a tremendous amount of unexpected business last year and pacing against last year, we are a little bit behind and, you know, certainly we're, we're, we're striving to do the best that we can this year to get uh, the year finished strong. We've got a lot of great things coming up that, that will help us for that. But uh, you know, um, as far as uh, 2023, a little behind what we had expected, that's for sure. Interesting. John, uh, you know, this is our encouragement for sellers, but let's talk about this. What are your plans to end the year strong in 2023? You know, people will be listening for what people might be doing that's different than them. What is happening in your market and what has happened in 2023 that will provide a little extra energy in the fourth quarter? Well, I think, uh, Lloyd, it's going to be uh, similar to previous years, and that is fourth quarter is is the a time for you to wrap your arms around events in your community uh, around the holidays. And we, we will continue to have our uh, local drive to help our uh, local battered women's shelter safe place uh, where we collect toys and items for women and children. We're gonna have a uh, pretty significant food drive with our West Texas Food Bank, which uh, covers 19 counties in our area. But this is really the time to locate needs in your community because there are a ton of them in every community. And not only are there groups that need your help and need you to wrap your large radio audiences around them to help them out, but there are advertisers that that really want to be aligned with things that are helping their community. You know, they not only want to do business and sell in their communities, they want to be a part of their communities. And, and that's what's always fun about the fourth quarter, because you get to marry those, uh, you, you know, your your advertisers and, and meet the needs of your community and and. Uh, uh, to, to really finish your fourth quarter strong. Chris, what about you? Mechanisms you've got in place to maintain momentum? I know some people can tend to drift around the holidays. So how do you keep that momentum and carry them over to Q1 with the holidays looming in there? Yeah, I, I would just echo uh, a little bit what John said. You know, we have a big event that we do with our zoo uh, over Halloween called Zooly Ghoulie, and we get a lot of sponsors involved in that. And then we jump right into our Radiothon event, which uh, raises money for the local children's hospital, and we get a ton of sponsorship uh, folks involved with that as well. Then we're right into one of our stations uh, Christmas Wish programs, WYMG's Christmas Wish has been going on for years and years and years where we help, you know, folks that have been kind of good neighbors and, and, and good citizens in their community that were nominated because maybe they've fallen on tough times and we turn around and help them out with something that, that might really make their Christmas a little extra special. And so, you know, those events and then, you know, right after the first of the year, we have a giant bridal expo. All those things really 
kind of really propel us into 2024. And so, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity for our staff to get excited and the team to be involved. And, you know, as, as John said, a lot of great community events too, that, that we can tag sponsors into that, you know, might be looking for something good in the community. That's, uh, that's really, really some of the great stuff that we do. It's really interesting to see the power of local radio. And I have to point out the consistency between today's two guests. You notice that when we talked about who these gentlemen are, their involvement in their community is right up front. And you can see that. And now we get into the nuts and bolts of things. And lo and behold, you find that in Q4, here they come. They're engaged at a high level in their community. And they understand what's at stake for other advertisers because they don't have the same kind of business that we do. We're engaged at a level where we can bring people along and really make our advertisers look incredible. John, I'm going to shift for just a minute and ask you, were there any product categories which have emerged in 2023 that are different from what you might have expected? And what about looking ahead into 2024? Everybody wants to know about the future. Well, from a product category standpoint, I think one of the the things, uh, first of all, on the not so great side was that, you know, the auto business uh, auto auto piece, um, you know, we saw uh, a lot of a shifting of dollars to primarily digital and less of, of traditional radio. So that was uh, that wasn't the fun part. Now the other part was something that's uh, been pretty consistent over the last few years, and that's a category here in our area which uh, surrounds uh, recruitment, recruitment advertising, because uh, we're. Uh, in an economy that's very, very strong, low unemployment, we're pretty much at full employment, both Midland and Odessa. And so just about every uh, area of our community, every business category in our community is is really in need of, of people. And, you know, we've had good luck with, uh, you know, showing them that radio with our great reach uh, is a really effective uh, recruitment tool. So I think recruitment and, and going into 24, uh, there is so much uh, growth going on in progress right now because now everything that was paused from COVID projects, ideas, expansion is now finally hitting full throttle again. And so 24 is going to be uh, see a lot going on. And so a lot of people are going to need a lot of great employees. And I think that we can continue to, to be an advocate for them and, and be, help them be successful. We uh, we talk about recruitment for others, but now I want to look at recruitment for ourselves. Chris, when you analyze your staff, do you think you have enough sellers to meet your goals going forward? And then what are you doing to attract people and what are you doing differently to attract people and attract new sales talent? Yeah, I mean, what we're missing right now is we're missing the salespeople that can go after the uh, the businesses that our veteran sales team can't get to. I've got, you know, my my least veteran salesperson has been here for six years and everybody else goes up beyond that. And so, you know, there, there are 10,000 businesses in our area and we need at least one or two sellers that can go after those businesses and really work with them and, and give them solutions when it comes to what it is that that they're trying to accomplish and, you know, trying to attract and, and find new sellers is, I mean, man, that is the challenge of the century when it comes to broadcasters, I think, um, you know, uh, you're, you're fighting people that, that maybe 
don't necessarily they they've enjoyed being at home they've enjoyed sitting on the couch they they don't want to you know they they don't know about going out and actually uh, physically making a sales call and from that 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 becomes a challenge to try to sell to them to uh, bring them on board but uh, you know we we have had some some good applicants um, you know we we need to find a couple of great people to come in and and really help us with that uh, that I guess a different tier of business that, that we're not talking to right now. Got to tell you, I, I just generally always see sales recruitment as being continuous, even when you're not maybe looking for a seller, just so you know what's on the ground in your market. John, what is your process for getting sellers up to speed? How long does it take uh, in your environment? In other words, what is your success rate in retaining new hires for long term? Well, you know, much like what Chris alluded to, we've got a, a really a strong veteran team that have been with us for uh, some of them for <clears throat> for many many years. So we've had a really good retention rate for 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 quite a long time. Um, I do tell new sellers though, it, it it really takes you six months to a year to. Uh, in my opinion, feel like you really got a handle on it. And uh, what you're finding in, in a lot of our industry is that they're not afforded that time to actually uh, get their arms wrapped around our industry, you know, and you're not going to do that in, in 90 days. Um, and so you have to be patient and and uh, we stress that and we, we invest a lot in training. Um, that's that's absolutely key because knowledge to me is what wins and what differentiates you from the competition. And so if you've got the more knowledgeable sales staff, uh, they're going to win most of those battles out there on the street head to head with their competitors. Chris, most broadcast operations will lose 20 to 25% of their current business due to attrition or natural or otherwise. What are your plans for revenue replacement in 2024? And how how do you think that will uh, translate? Well, Chris, I planted a money tree in the backyard here at the radio station, and so we awesome. I'm coming over. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, you know, we have a lot of great tools here uh, with with our company. Um, we have a lot of great spec spot tools. We have uh, a lot of great prospecting tools. A lot of great research at our fingertips. And I have an aggressive team. They are absolutely hungry when it comes to looking for different business categories and, and really striving to help wherever they can help. And, you know, uh, I, I, can't, I can't believe the amount of opportunity that we have when it comes to going to see these folks. It, you know, it becomes, a, a, you know, the fact that we have six people that can go out and, and do these things. We can't possibly get to everyone. Um, we hope that you know we can we can garner our unfair share of new businesses that uh, are looking to do something, whether it be broadcast, digital, uh, any other uh, shape or size of what it is that we might be able to offer. And at the end of the day, all we want to do is help them grow. Sorry, gentlemen, I'm I'm catching up here. I got to write these notes down. Chris has money tree Springfield. <laughs> okay, uh, no, uh, ask more questions about this later after the podcast. Okay, John, in the budgeting process, uh, you know many build bottoms up and some build top down. Have you addressed budgeting for 2024? I know you probably have. 
And what will you do to take a fresh approach for the coming year? Well, I mean, I'm very fortunate to have uh, local ownership. So uh, there's a lot of great, uh, you know, granular back and forth between myself and and our and our owners. So uh, that's something that I have, uh, always will appreciate about uh, you know my situation. One thing in 2024 they're going to re- really look at though. I mentioned events earlier and, and really increasing that category. We've got two different markets, uh, Midland Odessa, and we also have Bryan College Station where Texas A&M is located. And so uh, that market does a lot of events and and uh, they're they're very successful. And so do we. However, what I've really spent time on doing uh, this year is is talking to you know my colleague in Bryan College Station and John Sigler, the general manager there, vice president, and and figuring out what works there for him that's been successful and how can I take a couple of those events roll them into 2024 into my budgeting process and really make those work. And of course, obviously, um, digital is going to play a very, very important part in the, you know, the budgeting process and try to uh, make sure that we are you know, forecasting that correctly and that we're uh, uh, hitting our uh, both, not only our traditional radio goals, but our digital goals as well. Chris, I think each year presents new challenges and then there's always the rehashing of the old challenges. Uh, what do you think your three areas of focus are going to be for 2024? And are they the same or are they, di- are they different from previous years? Yeah, I mean, really, first, you know, we want to serve our community the best that we can without a question. And we want to serve our advertisers and our, our our listeners the best that we can. So really, that's paramount. But, you know, when it comes to to revenue, you know, we want to maximize the uh, air talent that we have in the building uh, we have we have so many great people that work here and have been on the air here for a very long time, and they're trusted. People like them; they they respond to what it is that they say. And so, you know, we've we brainstorm ideas about different ways that we can we can maximize that potential, whether it be with some sort of video or some sort of you know, uh, obviously live reads or or endorsements are great, but you know. DJs or or jocks are the the original influent influencers when it comes to you know uh, the the marketing type that is out there now with digital, and so any advantage that we can take with a ten year broadcaster, a twenty year broadcaster, a you know twenty five year morning show team, you know we want to be able to do that and offer that to our advertisers in some sort of positive way, whether it be with video, whether it be with some sort of uh, 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 endorsement or whether it be them helping with their social media, any of these things, we want to be able to take advantage of that and uh, obviously monetize it, but, you know, make the business be even that much better with the the expertise that we have here in house. Absolutely. You know, there's a a lot of personalities that listen to our podcast because it's weekly. And I will just say that if personalities are listening to this today too, it's a great opportunity for you to sharpen those skills and make yourself more productive in your market and more engaging with the sales team. We bumped up against this a couple of times already, you know, just kind of nudged a little bit, John, while digital marketing is a key buzzword for advertisers, of course, for most broadcasters, it represents less than 20% of the total revenue pie. How will you balance consumer desire, which is strong, for the new and shiny against the need for broadcasters who continue to drive much of their revenue from on air? 
Well, I think that uh, certainly we come from a school that says uh, our traditional radio is very strong. We have strong radio stations with large active audiences. And so that will always be our lead horse. Uh, and we also know that uh, digital advertising is something not only does uh, our advertisers want, but they need and, and, and it can be effective. And we've always looked at it uh, going into this as not as well, radio instead of digital or digital instead of radio or digital is a radio's enemy. It's like, no, radio and digital can work together for the betterment of, of your advertisers. And that's ultimately what you want is to, to drive people to their uh, to their stores and 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 also uh, make your events that you do uh, very, very successful. So uh, and, you know, it was, I think, for, um, you know, some that have been in our traditional radio business uh, as sellers for a really long time at first was you know, foreign and going, well, wait a minute, what is this all about? And once they've wrapped their heads around how they've now got even more tools to offer uh, local advertisers, I think they're now getting to the point where they're starting to get uh, ramped up and excited and know that those two can work together. So we're going to find out really, you know, uh, 2024, instead of being able to you know, uh, some some that you run across where there's the the solutions provided are really, you know, cookie cutter and and, and package driven. Um, that digital is going to be able to enhance our strong traditional radio properties to 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 really you know be able to provide some really killer things for our advertisers. We're excited about it. Very good. Chris, I'm going to take out my crystal ball and kind of look into the future. Um, what's the one thing you wish the, wish the industry as a whole would do to make a brighter future for broadcasters? Boy, oh boy, that is a uh, that is the million dollar question. Um, you know, <laughs> it's the, the, go to the money tree, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think you know too often um, our industry doesn't do itself any favors. Uh, sometimes by being, you know, negative or naysayers when it comes to the things that we do and, you know, uh, that, that, that digital is the way to go. And that's the, you know, you really ought to put all your eggs in that basket kind of a thing. Look, we have to remember that our antenna, our towers and our transmitters are our biggest, biggest, biggest advantage. And from that, everything else falls into you know, a, a supplemental category where we can help our advertisers. And so, you know, our approach is we look at blended proposals. We look at broadcast, we look at digital, we look at email marketing, we look at uh, any kind of social media that we might be able to help with. And, and really, you know, if, if as an industry, we remember that the antenna towers and transmitters are the, the top three things that we have to offer because nobody else has those. You know, we do and add to it, we've got the trust factor when it comes to our, our sellers. You know, those kinds of things are, you can't just manufacture that, that happens. And so we have to remember as an industry how good we are, how much we help our community and what it is that we have to, to really offer when it comes to our, our signals. I mean, it's it's huge, just huge. Radio is selling relationships. We have the local relationships. When a pure play pops up, uh, it's not going to be relationship oriented. It's going to be something else. And our advertisers are looking for that trust, of course, that they have in us. You know, one of the keys to our quarterly sales event uh, is that we always want to allow our guests to bring an idea or maybe even two that they would like uh, 
that they can help others directly influence customers in the coming quarter, help them generate more revenue and income for themselves. John, do you have an idea that you can share with us that can really help local radio sellers boost their revenue take in Q4 and maybe get a jump on Q1 2024? Yes, absolutely. It's it's called knowledge. It's knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Um, you know, local advertisers uh, want and desire and need your expertise. They want to lean on you as their marketing expert. They want to be able to uh, tell you uh, their problems, and they want you to provide the confident, knowledgeable solution. So. Um, if you are in sales right now and if you're just starting in sales, it's very vital that you learn everything you can because uh, and, and digital is a perfect example, right? That's a learning curve for our traditional radio sellers, right? Um, but it's important that um, we spend a lot of time re not only reinforcing our radio training, but also digital training to make sure that when one of our sellers walks into a, a client that they're prepared to do uh, a thorough analysis, a CNA, and, and to provide solutions, uh, and not just sell them commercials or sell them, you know, digital advertising. And and you'd be surprised of how many um, sellers want to take the shortcut, and 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 they usually take the shortcut on time spent getting more. Uh, uh, more engaged with knowledge in their business, right? And there's so many um avenues to do that right i mean our, our texas association of broadcasters is uh very committed to training and 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 uh, uh both on programming and selling and and uh and you know providing uh tools for them to expand their knowledge but that's what's going to win if you want to expand and you want to sell more and you want to make more money and you want to um have a wonderful 2024 commit uh, part of your day part of your week uh to learning more than your competitor, because when you walk in and you're confident uh, that you have solutions that you know will help an advertiser, that's going to win. You're going to win and you're going to make more money. And you won't have to pick it from the tree, but if you need one, it's at Chris's place. <laughs> Chris uh, Bullock, your turn. We want to encourage success for our local radio sellers. Do you have an idea you can share to help sellers grow revenue in the coming quarter? Yeah, uh, just to tag on what John said, I mean, he's absolutely right. You know, our customers really, really, really want our expertise and they need it. You know, we want our sellers to be curious and and go into a business and, and learn as much as they can beforehand before they go in about that business and be able to provide great solutions. But I have two really good suggestions and ideas. You know, one of the things I started uh, about a year and a half ago here was called uh, something called talking business over coffee. And what that is, is we bring in a business that might be, you know, kind of on the fence when it comes to, you know, running radio ads and maybe they haven't advertised before and, and they're new to the community, or maybe they haven't been in the community uh, that long. And, and, you know, they need to kind of get warmed up about what it is that, uh, that we do at our place. And so we bring them in for a free interview and it's done by yours truly. And I think there's power in the general manager doing the interview. And we sit there and we talk for six to eight to 10 minutes. And we take then and podcast that, that interview. And then I take and have our production director cut it down to 60 seconds. And then we run that at no charge for six weeks across all seven radio stations. 
And do you think maybe somebody might tell them they heard it? And so, <laughs> you know, what happens then is we've turned half of these people into business and people who are regular advertisers on the stations. And even if we don't, it's a great community service for a business that maybe is really looking to get started. And, you know, I can't take credit for it. It was somebody else in our company that started this. But, you know, it really has been a big, big piece of what it is that we do here uh, at our stations. And so that's a great piece that, that we do. One other quick one. Um, I invented something here. I say invented. I invented the name called Radio Shares the Love a couple of years ago, probably three years ago. And what we do is we give a different charity every single month a bank of free commercials. And I mean, it is a bunch of commercials. I don't remember how many, 500 or so. And so we pick a different charity every single month, but then we have the opportunity for businesses that want to align themselves with something great in the community to be a part of that. And so we've got seven stations, we've got seven sponsors, it works out really great. It's good community service. It's great for the charity and wonderful for the business. And I just, I really, that's one of the things I love that we do here. Radio shares the love. Great ideas to share with you and for you to think about what you're going to do in your local market in Q4 and as we roll into the new year. Chris Fleming, you know, it's always interesting when we have two Chris's on the podcast episode. So, you know, that's why I have to use both names now. Uh, I'm going to go back and ask you about an idea to strengthen Q4 and get that jump start on Q1 because 2024, let's face it, is almost here. Well, uh, Lloyd, you know, I spend a lot of time on prospecting. That's kind of my area that I, I start people off in that. I make them do it every week. Uh, more than once, because I think that's the lifeblood of our business. And in every business category, there's three types of business operators. There's those who see doom and gloom on the horizon. There are those that are treading water. And then there are those who think that tomorrow is going to be a little bit brighter. And in prospecting, I look for those who see an opportunity. I know they're out there. If you uh, pay attention to uh, Gary V, the internet guru, he says the biggest time waster in sales is spending time with the unconvincible. Now, I know that's not a word. He made that up. Uh, but I also know that banging your head into a brick wall is not fun. When we call on people who don't see a future, we're not going anywhere. and We're not going anywhere fast. So I say spend those time with people who are open and receptive to growth. Either in every business category, you just have to find them. Quit wasting precious selling time and those who are not convinced there is growth on the horizon. Look for those who are skating to where the puck will be, not for those looking back, waiting for it to be comfortable like it was 10 years ago. Oh, my. That sounds like great advice. Listen, if you're just catching up on what we're doing, either in our social media, because you clicked on this or by listening on demand and the encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, this process is really designed for you. And our Q1 radio sales event will be coming up January 11th. 2024. So we're already planning ahead. And as you can see, we like to be armed with on the ground market managers and or sales managers who can participate in our round table during these events and sellers too, by the way, that is all about having those who are actually doing the work of growing sales 
right now, share their tips, inside advice, and ideas to move your revenue ahead because that is what real encouragement is for sellers. You might ask, how do we select these experts? Well, it all starts with you. You can nominate your pick to be our guest sales expert at our next quarterly sales event. You can do that right now. This podcast is never about us. It's all about all of us. So you could just email your nominations to me, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. On the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, our entire purpose is to encourage you. So look, you can see that this is not just something that we do as a client-only event. In other words, we're opening ourselves up to the entire industry. Our goal is to be helpful and encouraging to your career, wherever you are. Every Sunday afternoon, we drop a fresh episode on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. And it's always all about radio pros from different markets across the U.S. and Canada. The Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast is available on Apple, Audible, Spotify, almost anywhere you get your podcast today. Chris, do you have any final questions for our roundtable guests? As a matter of fact, I can do that. Uh, Chris, no one knows the future, but we all like to look at what's happening around the country and get to share ideas and anticipate the future. What do you think the forecast is for 2024 as you look at radio as a whole? I think radio as a whole is really poised to be dominant and continue to be dominant in 2024. You know, with with the local connection that we have with our, our audience, you know, with all of our different radio stations, you know, people look to us for information and news and entertainment and you know if they're having a bad day they tune in and listen you know we have a full news department and we have uh, a great great team of on-air folks that you know put together a product each and every day that is really unmatchable and so you know as we go into 2024 you know we look at not only maximizing those different opportunities when it comes to our personalities but really looking at digital in, in a big, big way and incorporating that into what it is that we do here. You know, we've, we've done, done all right with digital. We need to do a whole lot better with digital. And, you know, so we go into 24, man, I see great opportunities for us here. Excellent. What about you, John? How do you think radio starts 2024? Well, I think it starts it strong. I think it does have its challenges if we do not uh, um, get back to uh, emphasizing the story uh, and the power of radio, which is what Chris alluded to. It's local. It's live and local. Uh, it's powerful. And instead of uh, having uh, the faces of our industry come from uh, companies that are de-emphasizing local radio, the faces of our industry need to be, you know, the Chris Bullocks and and, and others who are in markets that are uh, performing, uh, serving, uh, knocking it out of the park with local radio. Um, because we're in a u- unique situation. I tell my sellers this all the time. We now have a twofold challenge, right? We we not only have to you know, convince advertisers the benefits and values of our individual radio stations, we at a lot of times have to convince them that our industry is still valid. And so um, and that's a continued challenge. But um, once you uh, have developed a team that a understands our industry and the power of it, the power of local radio, they're armed with knowledge 
then those are the people that um, are going to you know lead our industry and and I hope that in 2024 you know the, uh, the the powers that be that are responsible for you know uh, taking the giant megaphone and, and talking about our industry I certainly hope that they will uh, spend some time scouring the United States and finding great local uh, clusters of radio stations led by people that believe in local radio and start making them the face of our industry. Amen. I hope you can see how powerful this quarterly sales exclusive event can be. I encourage you to share this podcast with others in sales, sales management, or the executive level at your company. Chris Fleming, listen, I want to thank you for helping put together this event every single time we do it and sharing your expertise with us. Well, I thank you. It's your platform. It's just a bonus for me. I get to ride the coattails of smart people and hopefully it rubs off on me. Um, If it helps someone else be successful, I'm all for it. You can continue to find my weekly writings through the weekly sales meeting, which is on Substack. Or for those of you who get local broadcast sales, you can find it there or you can reach out to me directly for advice. Operators are standing by. Boy, I don't think you even mentioned the books. He writes books, this guy. Listen, I am excited that we're doing this quarterly event with you, and I look forward to our Q1 2024 event on January 11, 2024. Very special thank you to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, which we always share in our social media. This is ultimately the, the kind of first way that people come in contact with us, then they find out that we have over 130 episodes. They can get this on their smartphone just by subscribing for free. If you haven't subscribed on your smartphone yet because you've been catching these episodes through social media, please subscribe for free wherever you get your podcast. A special thank you to JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing our podcast as well. I'd like to thank our special and gracious guests for their time and effort. Chris Bullock, Vice President and General Manager for the Capital Radio Group in Springfield, Illinois, and John Mesh, Vice President and General Manager for the West Texas Radio Group in Midland, Odessa, Texas. Lloyd, as you mentioned, we have planned January 11th, 2024, for the next radio sales event on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. We are in the process of securing guests for our next roundtable. If you do have suggestions or you you would like to participate in a future event, you can reach out to Lloyd. He's F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. Yes, and we are talking directly to you. Please do share the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast with others that you know are interested in growing their sales and their careers in radio. Our podcast is free. And of course, you know how to get it through Spotify, Apple, Audible, almost anywhere you get your podcast. We can never forget this because we say to clients and to others all the time, once you have a radio station, you can get anything else you want. That's kind of What we've all been saying about we are radio, but our clients trust us. And if we build our knowledge correctly, if we invest in our own education as sellers, we have the ability with confidence to go in front of our customers and share with them solutions that can really help them based on their needs. If you want to know what I mean by once you have a radio station, get anything else you want, uh, please reach out. I'm passionate about sharing that narrative. I promise it's exciting for me. Please remember, if you never remember anything else, be kinder than you have to be. Thanks for being a part of our Q4 
radio exclusive sales event, which we do quarterly. And this means that we want you to come back January 11th, 2024 for the Q1 radio sales event with the Encouragers, the Radio Rally, Rally podcast. Thanks again. Good selling. And we wish you a strong Q4.